0: You're listening to an all-new episode of Off the Rails with Sloppy Yellow. Views and opinions expressed here reflect hardcore fan perspectives and sometimes might be factual. Be advised, this podcast may contain adult language.
1: Happy Monday morning, everybody. It is Monday after the Droble, the Daytona road course. Jimmy Wags is driving into work uh, right now as we speak. Jimmy, I got to tell you, it looked a hell of a lot more treacherous on paper than it actually turned out to be in person. Now, the humidity the, the race was exciting. I thought the truck race was exciting. And, and, Jimmy, even though I liked the cup race, I thought it was very entertaining. I thought, you know, unfortunately it seemed like we couldn't get a ton of action back through the pack. But I got to be honest with you. I was very happily surprised with how the, the Drobble turned out from a competition standpoint, but what is your opinion, Jimmy is this was the Drobble good enough for you to see it a part of a regular NASCAR schedule. I, I'll be honest that I'm going to leave it off,
2: man. I, uh, I, I was not, I was not as impressed with the racing on Sunday uh, as I was with the race on Sunday morning and the racing on Saturday. The maybe race once again, by far the best race of the weekend, even though uh, our man Austin Cedric, I picked Austin Sendrick in our little group chat to win that race, by the way. Uh, So I was two for two uh, this weekend. But uh, even though Austin Cedric won by, you know, a ton, I thought the Xfinity race was absolutely fantastic. Um, That last restart, guys, just barely. Like you said, uh, turns one through six. uh, And then other than bus stop, that seemed to be the action. And, um, I don't know. For some reason, Sunday the Cup guys just they they just played really ultra conservative and I really uh I really don't know. Maybe it's you know we got into a little argument uh, in our group chat over the last couple of days about simulator time. Uh, you know, obviously Ford, Chevrolet, Toyota has simulators as well as a lot of to be able to test the track out because they only got what three weeks notice before uh, before it was announced that. Uh, they were going to race the Drouble, so uh, I don't know. I, I just thought Sunday's race was a little tame. Maybe TV could have showed a lot more, throughout the battles throughout the pack, and not focused so much on the leaders. Uh, and it could have been a, a better, more enjoyable race for me on TV. I'm going to vote no. Uh, I, I want. I, I think you know we we leave we leave Daytona stuff the way it is. I think in a couple weeks here we have. The, uh, the end of the regular season and how much hype and drama is going to be around that race, uh, because uh, restricted plate races are such wild card races. Um, I, I think you don't change that next season with adding the drobel. I'll leave it alone.
1: Well, I tell you this, Jimmy. Everything you said, I, 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 I'm not going to disagree with. I will tell you this: if I had to choose between the drobel and either Watkins Glen or Sonoma, I I think we both agree that we're going to go either to Watkins Glen or we're going to go to Sonoma over the – pre- Over we go to the Drove, correct?
2: A- absolutely. Okay. Watkins I think- Glen and Sonoma are two of the best races every single year, uh, especially over the course of the last, you know, what, I want to say five to eight years. Uh, they have been two of the best races uh,
1: of the season. Yeah, I I, I, I think – I think anybody in their right mind would, would say, hey, it was nice to be at Daytona because we could. It was nice to see the Drobel, but I'm not sure that we need to go back to the Drobel when we've got other actual road courses out there. I think I really thought we were going to get the rain there, didn't you?
2: I did too, man, and, and it goes to show you Florida's weather is wacky and crazy. Do um, you know the cup cars, other than a practice at Watkins Glen, have not raced in an official race in the rain, which is ridiculous because Xfinity has raced multiple races in the rain. Just last week, they were at, what, uh, Road America, um, and uh, they were in the rain. So Xfinity has several races they have raced in the rain before. I'm pretty sure trucks have also raced in the rain, but there has not been an official cup race that they've ever raced in rain. What can we do
1: to get a race in the rain in the cup series? Come on. I can tell you exactly what it will be. Need to have me, you, um, uh, Billy, and Johnny show up for a damn race because it's guaranteed to rain. Thirty-six um, uh, hours of rain at Bristol.
2: If you guys don't remember, uh, so yeah, we, we, if we get all four of us
1: together, we'll definitely bring rain with. Me. It's definitely going to happen. Listen, there was—you mentioned the the group chat that we had this week. Billy Bradley was highly upset. We'll get his opinion on it uh, later in the week. But fact of the matter is. Um, there was the the cup drivers are the best, the best drivers we have, obviously uh, on the circuit, some of the best drivers we have in the world. And definitely there's, there's no drivers better in that type of car uh, than the cup guys. I mean, that's, that's the elite series, but they did practice a lot in the simulator. The one thing I will say about, um, the simulator versus the real life is I, I, I just, I think it's a testament to the professionalism. And the fact that all these guys here the first couple of laps, you know, it seemed to really go at it go at it hard. But I, I think it's more of a testament to how good these guys are, in my opinion, than it necessarily is a simulator. Because we've seen, listen, Alex Bowman was in the 88 simulator more time than, than Dale Jr. was in the actual damn cup car, Dale Jr.'s last year or so. And it didn't translate to um, a, a whole lot better action, and that sort of thing. Yes, it gives you practice. I'm not an iRacer, Jimmy. You've spent a hell of a lot more time in there than I have, but I, I'm going to guess, I'm, I, I believe it's possible that they might have practiced on the iRacing sim, might have made their job a little bit easier, but I don't in, in any way, shape, or form think it's the only reason why that race was so clean. What are your thoughts on the iRacing simulator? No, I, I completely
2: agree. I think um, the, the professionalism, the experience, you know, uh, even that the, the top three or four guys in yesterday's race, they decided, hey, in a little text group, they were like, hey, look, we're not going to barrel it down into turn one full song. You know, we're going to take it easy. And even uh, Denny Hamlin joked uh, the day before and said, hey, I, I'm not uh, I'm not making any promises about what's going to happen in turn one. And Kyle Busch tried to get ahead and say, when you plan on breaking in turn one. So yeah. um, the, guy, the guys, they, they, they're professionals. They're the best in the world when it comes to car racing. And it, it showed yesterday. Uh, I think the simulator time actually had a lot to do with it. Uh, just from my experience, uh, running the Daytona road course on high racing, I was able to relate to a lot of the breaking points. I knew where guys could overcook the brakes going into a certain turn, where yep. you could pass, where you could accelerate. And uh, just having that mindset and that experience on racing really helped me relate to yesterday's race. And I, I would say even from my experiences in racing and I race over the the last week at the Daytona road course, I kind of foresaw this race coming uh, the way it played out just because of the type of race that I experienced on racing. So uh, yeah. I, I think it was a big benefit to a lot of guys that didn't have any uh, kind of road course experience
1: at the Drove. Yeah, well, I... I An interesting perspective for sure. Uh, Very interesting perspective. Uh, I'll say this. It was interesting. I know Submarine Mike, I talked to him earlier. He was in attendance. He said the race was was very good in person. He sat down near uh, turn one. I can imagine that that was a a nice hot spot. He said other than the heat, he had a great day, and um, he he thought it was a a great race and all that. I, I think we should just hold off. Let's do some of these uh, actual road courses and we move on. How about um, something we were talking about off air? You mentioned Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, The wheels kind of came off the bus a little bit yesterday. And literally on the 18th, first of all, he was driving a shit brown uh, car with a shit brown um, race suit, fire suit. It it reminded me, you know,
2: of the first uh, time, you know, (laughs) <laughs> yeah but
1: uh hey everybody needs a snickers every once in a while uh, I, I, exactly uh, he he definitely needed the snickers after that race but uh betty hamlin comes in second martin truex jr comes in third uh, both those guys um i mean they just did not have anything for chase Elliott. i i'm i'm upset because on the podcast friday i flipped a, i literally flipped a quarter and uh i was between young ryan blaney and chase Elliott. it came up tails which was uh young Ryan Blaney. He did not have a good race. Um, a lot of the, 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 Penske organization just did not have a good race, you know, period. But I was surprised that Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex jr. Couldn't close the deal. And Eric Jones did okay. He finished 11th. You know, he's, he's driving JDR equipment, still not able to, um, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's definitely behind the other three, but, um, it was an interesting day for Joe Gibbs racing. What it. it we still don't have a victory from Kyle Bush. Are we going to see a victory from Kyle Bush here this year, Jimmy? Is he going to go over after winning the championship? What do you think?
2: Bro, I'll be honest, man. I really don't think Kyle Bush is going to get a dub. Um, yesterday, early in the race, you know, he took the lead from Hamlin early on, and you thought, man, Kyle Bush is experience at the uh, running the Rolex 24, you know? Hey, mm-hmm. He, here he goes. He's going to he's gonna, uh, he's gonna uh, get the dub today, and he wound up overspotting the tires going into uh, uh, turn one, breaking too hard, and uh, I don't know. He just uh, he just seemed to can't catch any brakes, man, and that's your 2019 champion right there. So, uh, Truex has got a couple uh speeding penalties on pit road, and did you know yesterday was his fifth straight third-place finish? Can you yeah. believe that, man? His third-place five straight –
1: Racist. I that's, saw that, that's the and 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 I I I, I <laughs> if it wasn't from uh, David Smith, I would have fact checked it. But I saw that this morning, and I actually I just could not believe he'd finished third five straight times, and and that just show, I mean, listen, uh, Kevin Harvick um, w- was doing well, and he just uh, all of a sudden uh, he got some help into a very shitty day, but. Uh, This just goes to show you that you can't count anybody out quite yet of this thing. Martin Truex Jr. games, we're we're talking – Five consecutive top threes uh, or third place finishes is pretty damn stout, and Denny Hamlin continues to to be up there. But I want to talk about some people that I I, I wasn't necessarily sure was going to be in the top ten. Oh, well, Jimmy Johnson was driving like Jimmy Johnson a bowl. He finished fourth. Chris Buescher. He sure was, man. He sure
2: was. Jimmy Johnson looked like seven time right there yesterday. I thought if he would have had a little bit more speed, he would have gave Chase a run for his money. But I, I was happy to see seven time put together a solid race.
1: You know, I think we all were finding that team do something, see Jimmy Johnson do well. He seemed more of his in his element since he's come back from his supposed uh supposed COVID test. But I I, I hey, we're going to Dover, so that looks looks good for Jimmy Johnson the forty eight. Chris busher um Billy Bradley. Hey, Billy Bradley Chris Busher uh, a strong fifth place. Cliff Boyer did himself very well yesterday. He racked up a ton of stage points, finished the sixth. I he needs to get some victories here. He needs to do something in that fourteen car Michael gonna make
2: ran top five for a bunch of the, the second stage yesterday and uh he's always had a reputation to be a good road course racer and
1: uh I hey kudos to him man. Awesome race yesterday. I think when you put with the limited amount of practice we've had, I think you can the the cream rises to the top. Okay. I just I just believe road course guys rise to the top, especially in a situation with no practice. Uh, it's, it's, he, Michael Bedell, his, his plate racing, his, his road course racing has, has been something that people have touted, but I think we can clearly see that team getting a top 10 and running in a top five most of the, like you said, the second and, and third stage was was amazing. Here's something that I, I didn't see um, happening necessarily is I was surprised that Eric Alvarola did so bad. I was surprised that um, uh, Ryan Blaney had the day that he had. I just I was surprised by uh, by that. Nothing too. Nothing else really surprised me. But Eric Almirola um, and and Clint Boyer, These races are very important to them. All, uh, signs point to Eric Almirola re-signing, but uh, that 14 car to me is 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 in question for next year, big time. Uh, Clint Boyer rose to the occasion, and that team finally did something. So, uh, interesting article coming out today that uh, David Smith again uh, posted this morning. Um, he, I think he now works for Forbes um, magazine, if I'm not mistaken. But he um, he he's got uh, the president of Richard Petty Motorsports, Jimmy, talking about that if. Uh, Bubba Wallace doesn't stay and he wants Bubba Wallace to stay that they may make a play for for Kyle Larson now Jimmy first of all have you have you heard of that um, number one and secondly what are your thoughts on Bubba Wallace maybe getting out of RPM just to put Kyle Larson in in that seat any thoughts so I read the article that you sent over
2: to me this morning and You know, we've had a pretty passionate discussion over the last few weeks about Kyle Larson's uh, potential return, and, you know, my feelings are I just really don't think he's done enough to be able to say hey or shown enough that uh, he's learned from his situation, which got him exiled from NASCAR. They do decide to bring him back, would be at uh, Stuart Haas because of Gene Haas sponsorship, uh, primary sponsorship of uh, Clint Boyer's car, so... You know, hey, look, man, I I have my own personal feelings about it. Do I think he deserves to be back yet? No, I don't think so. But, you know, I'm not a multi million dollar NASCAR owner,
1: so I don't get to make that decision. Well, you make a bunch of interesting (laughs) points, Jimmy. Uh, I think purely from a um, I like to see goofy shit go on standpoint, uh, I would love for Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson to swap rides because it'd be interesting just to see. Um, this whole dynamic work out because in ten years the ESPN 30 for 30, uh, 30 for 30, 30 for 30 titled the N word might be something fantastic, especially if we have something like this in it from a historical standpoint. Personally, I think Bubba Wallace would be crazy to leave uh, Richard Petty Motorsports at a time where Richard Petty Motorsports are. Maybe going to get an influx of cash and be able to support that young man, um, and I, I think they, I think as an organization, Richard Petty has grown, and I think um, as an organization, uh, or I think as a driver, uh, Bubba Wallace has grown too. I don't know that either one of them are going to see uh, together a torrid uh, pace of wins or anything like that, but I think I think they would be good for each other personally. Um, it's very interesting with the dynamics coming out. I believe wholeheartedly that Kyle Larson will be a cup driver in uh, 2021 uh, moving forward. I can't imagine a scenario in which he is not back in the cup. I also can't imagine a scenario in which it is um, a very easy uh, situation or 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 not full of, uh, maybe even protests. It should be, should be very interesting. Jimmy, I appreciate everything you did, pal. Thanks for hopping on here for a quick podcast. Uh, folks, be watch out for a all-new sloppy yellow pod later this week as we preview over with Rob Lokes and Billy Bradley also have a podcast coming out very soon with um, Mark as we talk about politics and what's going on in the world Uh, for Jimmy Wags I'm Dado. everybody be safe have a good week see y'all
2: with all this craziness going on in the world right now we appreciate you spending a little time with us before you leave take a minute and check out this new song by Guy L. Boom and Alex Hobbs here's end of the world yeah
0: i turning off my TV. Shit's getting rough. All the service negativity. I think I had enough. I got my own demons that I'm still dealing with. And if you still wanna be here, I gotta make one thing clear. Don't just say you love me. Show me. You say that you're with me. Then prove me. I'm really trying to find my feelings. But it's getting scary off here. Wanna be alone tonight. tonight Baby hold me tight tonight, tonight. Oh. Come on baby make love to me Like it's the end of the world Oh like it's the end of the world